another 11 p.m. nightcap. So, hello, folks. I hope you are all doing fine. Wild Bill Flint has made it, along with NH Girl Fams, Krista, and uh, Black Cat's Poppy stopping in with a hello. How are you all doing tonight? I hope you're doing well. Um, Krista says, I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Yes. Quite the adventure, as a matter of fact. Um, we're going to talk about that. And as a matter of fact, I think we're just going to jump into kind of talking about it because uh, Bill's almost dead. He's mostly dead. Bill, do you, <clears throat> do you want to know what will liven you right up? Mmm, smells. Wow. Okay, well, I'm awake now. Holy shit. No, I had not. Uh, I just... <laughs> but Krista, how are you doing? Hope, uh, hope you're having a nice Sunday. Hope you're doing fine. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, anything good going on? Uh, Black Cat says shortening bread. So you're ma are you making bread? Now, if you are all curious as to whether or not I'm just AI, that this is just a CG-generated face slash voice, I can assure you, I now have even more people who have proof that I'm actually a real person. Or am I? <laughs> so, there was a convention this weekend. So, if you wondered why I might have been a little bit of um, radio silent, especially on Twitter, I sort of put my phone down, put my phone away. There's a lot uh, of stuff to do, a lot of stuff going on. A little bit of a road trip. Uh, went to sort of a uh, it was a convention, but here's the thing: the title of the episode, basically being about listening. the The thing was, what a spectacular chance to listen to some <coughs> really good stories, thoughts, ideas, and perspectives. And met a lot of met a lot of really cool people. Uh, I think made some new friends. It's it's slightly exhausting to go take part in such a thing, especially if you're trying to help a little bit with the setup. Um, in me being literally the sweatiest person alive, uh, <laughs> becomes a little bit of a mess. However. What a fantastic time. And the, uh, I know, I know Bill, you've said this before where you're like, oh, it's going to take me months. My head is going to be reeling. Truly, truly, there was so much talked about. Uh, I feel like I have like this like sunburn of the face brain because there were so many 
interesting thing talks about. No, I only do that for you on your show. Um, (laughs) Good times. Um, But the, the, the interesting thing about this, uh, the interesting thing about like this convention, this talk is it actually I did, I I did slip into it. I mean, it's hard not to, it's become sort of a staple of my personality. Black hat, you now actually exist a little bit in my head because occasionally I slip out and do your voice from around, but, um, I wish King Dinosaur was here because a lot of this talked about writing and authors. Okay. But it wasn't so centered on just authorship and writing because let's be honest, a lot of that process is crossed over to music and art and a lot of other just thinking and talking and idea sharing and how can you publish this independently? King Dinosaur 69 is here. King Dinosaur, you would have, if they do this convention again next year, we'll have to talk offline. You're going to go one way or another. You're going to go. Uh, I don't care if I have to drive out to Yelm, butter you up and drag you over there. Um, but in particular, I think you could have talked at this particular venue, not only about your book and the story, but also some of the potential thoughts and difficulties, much like you and I discussed about, well, are people going to come after you for cultural appropriation? And they're going to scream about this and they're going to scream about that. And so a lot of this sort of thing was discussed at this conference. Some absolutely phenomenally brilliant people are feel like the biggest fucking idiot. And, and what was hilarious is so, all right, I'm just going to say it. it was called, it was a thing called based con and it was held here in Michigan and it was done by a lot of independent authors and a lot of those independent authors are on the wrong side of the, the woke hate, whatever mob you want to call it. But they look, they, they don't like the fact that you can have your books just disappear off of websites. They don't like the fact that you, uh, can create some piece of content and have these, uh, basically, basically these digital barons sort of steal or renege on their contract at the last minute, uh, that you've got, you know, basically these, these bully mobs of people who in some cases really don't even know what the fuck they're talking about coming after you, so on and so forth. So there was a lot of that talked about. Okay. But that wasn't all that was talked about because honestly, there were also things talked about there about where do you find an editor? Uh, there was this really nice, really nice person there who was talking about like, Hey, I have this book and I'm about done with it. 
but <clears throat> I'm struggling to finish the editing process in so far as I'm writing new content. So not only am I not finishing editing the editing this book, but it's growing and I need to just get to a point where I can have somebody edit it and be like done book one, episode one, whatever finished in the bag. Like <clears throat> a lot of people struggle with sort of the rest of the, all right, how do you put the polish on it and make it done and make it go and move it across the finish line. So in terms of the official talks, there was a lot of talks about, uh, 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 women in fiction and religion in fiction. How do you publish your book? How do you navigate online sales and promotions? How do you do, like, so there was a lot of, you know, a, a, a lot that centered around the idea that if you're going to write books or stories or poems, really in that case, whatever it's going to be, how do you do it? Because the, <coughs> the major publishers at this point, you're not going to get picked up by them. Let's be honest. You're just not. Unless you win the lotto and you dump a bazillion dollars into them and say, I want to be an author, or you have some sort of political connection, or you have some other giant optics boost. Hey, I, uh, I don't know. You get what I mean, right? Like, oh, I, uh, I, I jumped off the Empire State Building and s saved a baby from a flying pterodactyl or some shit. Oh, we want your story. But if you're like, hi, I'd like to write some new stories. And in this story, there's a, they're gonna be like, yeah, okay, no, <laughs> no, because they, they're banking on like royalties and licenses from old property and copyright. And they also have their cash cow stable of these same huge authors that they pump out and like, that might sound very discouraging and very disparaging, but that also was part of the point of this, which is it doesn't have to be because <clears throat> there are ways at this point to do this on your own and be very successful at it and make a living. Yeah. You might have to attack it on a little bit of a different angle, but you know, that, that doesn't mean that you're excluded. As a matter of fact, some of them are like, unless you really want to write the, either the same sort of horseshit or do whatever, like if you want to tell your own sort of stories, you should possibly go to do independent publishing anyway, because again, it doesn't mean that you're not going to make money. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get fame or acclaim either. Some of the people that are there are, uh, that were there are very renowned, um, and have made basically careers out of it. So that was, that was honestly the biggest piece of content chunk that was there. Um, what you would probably have gotten if you were looking at this possibly from quote unquote, the other side was, ah, this is going to be this, uh, super ultra conservative right wing hate fest, which of course there fucking wasn't any of that. 
Um, as a matter of fact, one of the guys that was on there is kind of left wing ish and was like, he, he was, didn't really know kind of who he was going to meet there. He, he was like, thought he was going to get there and might actually, you know, have to do a lot of banter and talking and back and forth that maybe it really was going to be, you know, very strongly, you know, right wing in that regard. And he was like, no, he's like, the, the thing is, you know, you can share beliefs and you can share values. And the thing here is even if some of the people here, we don't necessarily all have the same sort like we're all still going towards the same values, which are, we want to tell stories. We want to explore the things that make the world work and us as people and be better and grow. So like fucking spectacular. And, and like I say, just some brilliant people that were here or that were there on the panel. Um, just mind-blowingly intelligent um, <clears throat> and very knowledgeable. And, oh God, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, it was, in a sense, exhausting. Um, but just, but just fucking great. Cat uh, Minecrafter is here, even though she almost broke her ansle, her ankle dancing because a drunk guy tripped you. But alas, you are still here. I'm glad you didn't break your ankle, um, and I'm glad that you had a good time, that you were able to do some dancing and have some fun. Um, I'm gonna drink some of this stuff. Anybody know? Anybody want to know what this is? Wish I knew somebody who could tell me what this is, but I'm going to drink it anyway. Mmm. You had to fake a vodka chug. <laughs> of water? Yeah, well, well, what could it be? By the way, uh, everybody, I can also tell you, while Bill is not, in fact, AI. He is also a real boy. You're going to tell him what you got? But uh, <clears throat> to scroll back up here a little bit and, and uh, respond to a comment. So I'm still a little reeling. I'm a little road-weary. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about some of the other uh, stuff. But let's, let's, uh, let me respond to some of the comments here. Uh, Krista is about, is busy, uh, rearranging her place and is also 80% almost packed. Uh, wh when is your moving date? Uh, do you have a whole lot left to do? Um, but the, uh, the one comment that Bill said is the ambient side conversations were almost all head explodey. It was crazy. Just some very, very good talks on the side. So while you had people who were on this main stage who were giving these presentations and talks with panels, you know, it's a little bit more of a moderated discussion. Well, for some of those, whether the, the people wanted to take a break or whatever, or get a drink or eat something, some of those same people were then out kind of walking around. And, and if you were as charming as Wild Bill is, 
then what's going to happen is people are going to move towards group. So this is, this is funny. Okay. We had a little sort of a cigar sitting spot, uh, actually a couple of spots. And so smoked a lot of cigars and we're sitting around sort of having some drinks and, and it's incredible how people would just come over and just want to join in. And, and man, just some of the conversations and talks there were fantastic. Um, pretty much wherever we went, we kind of drew a little bit of a crowd to be honest. And, um, I'm searching through my brain to try to unpack all of even what that was talked about. But my God, the topics ranged from religion, how to write books, writing process, uh, history of conflict, Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, guns, cigars, motorcycles, bourbons, rums, uh, just fucking everything under the sun. And, and it was just... What a beautiful time. On one hand, like I say, you know, for me, I was trying to run around and help, help the host get some stuff done. And so I think I, uh, maybe overdid that a little bit, but, um, you get to a point where like, God, like I'm tired. Like I'm the, the intellectual exchange and the amount of cycles in my head of trying to listen to so many different good stories and thoughts and opinions and perspectives. It's incredible how tiring it can be to be a good listener. And I found myself nearing the end of the nights going, okay, God, can I just stare at the fire, please? <laughs> like I'm my poor little dumb gargoyle brain is tapped. So I just like to go back to my hotel room and watch some Seinfeldo <laughs> and get, but just really, really fucking good. <laughs> um, so Cam Minecraft said, also, let me just say 15 year old hit on me. A 15 year old, I'm 20. You ran so fast. No catching cases for you. Catching cases? I don't get it. What do you mean catching cases? But like, I don't know. Maybe you look younger for your age. Or like, maybe, but I think, I think it's possibly better that a 15-year-old would hit on you than like a 50-year-old. Maybe. I don't know. I like. I mean, 15 is a little young, sure, but weird thing there is you're like, it's, it's a five hour, it's, it's a five, five year difference. And the five year difference between 15 and 20 is a huge margin difference than say 45 to 50. Isn't that just weird? It's like that whole like acceleration curve of experience and mature. so look, I guess take it as a compliment. At least people are hitting on you. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> Krista is going to the funeral service in Florida for your wife. You leave Thursday morning. Oh, um, safe travels. Okay. Make sure you let us know when you're leaving and when you get there. I'm sorry to hear that, but, um, Bill K 
comments. I ended up bailing on a lot of the panels because I was having so many awesome conversations. It was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. I mean, it, it was just, <laughs> it was so, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bill, by the way, is adorable when he starts to get crabby, <laughs> when he gets a little crabby, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> because at one point, uh, at one point we were standing by the fire and we were all sort of tired and somebody started talking something about, I could swear it was something about planetary alignment or something because they had this, by the way, they had this telescope out and they had the telescope focused. There's a really nice bright moon and it was a super, super clear sky. You could see the shadows and the reflections of craters on the moon. It was the most detailed, clear, vision of the moon I have ever seen in my life. And I'm not making that up. It was absolutely spectacular. And, and so <laughs> Bill standing by the fire goes, God, I'm just so tired of talking about all this nerd bullshit. <laughs> like kind of wanders away. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, dude. I also would just like to talk about Hey, how about pancakes? Does anybody look? How about, how about trees? Those are nice, right? Like, because it, it's just, just the, the mental exchange. Like it, it is exhausting. It, I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, he also forgot about Seinfeldo because it is a. Fr so the context to that was, Bill had a buddy of his from New York who thought. The Seinfeld was created by Italians. And I said, what the fuck is that? It's not like the show's called Seinfeldo. <laughs> and Billicals choked. But yeah, his mother, holy crap, the fucking, I can't stand any more of this shit. Yeah, it was kind of cute when he was getting, getting a little crabby, a little, 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 little tired. Um, and agreed uh, black cat crabby can be a little funny. <laughs> uh, Krista says Tuesdays, probably the last night in the lounge, uh, for a couple of nights I, you know, look, I, that's okay. We'll miss you of course, but there's real life and there's other stuff to do. So, um, you almost made that mistake this weekend. Uh, Cam Minecrafter got hit on by a dude who went to the wedding with his girlfriend and a 50 year old, got the whole range of, well, maybe you should like, you know, stop being so charming. Maybe like, Hey, just you're likable, right? You're fun. You're full of energy. You're probably wearing your pit vipers. That's why everybody was like, Wee! um, I did not see Jupiter though, or the storms, but I did see the moon. It was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it, it, that's the thing. I, I was the same way. My brain just kind of to hit that tilt point where I'm like, I mean, it'd be like running around doing races all day. And then somebody's like, I know let's do hula hoop. And you're like, God, can we just sit the fuck down for like 10, 20 minutes? Uh, but truly, and I don't, I'm not saying this just, but the conversations 
Like I talk a fair amount on this show. I have stories and stuff I like to share. I have things I like to talk about, whether that's opinions or this or that or the other. But here, you know, I, I would try to ask some questions here and there, but I just wanted to listen because the, the, like Bill saying, the ambient conversation and the things people were interested in and the high quality of some of the responses that were given back were just superb. Um, King Dinosaur, how did you not even hear about this? I, I don't know. <laughs> You'd find the cool kids in the corner. We were the cool kids in the corner. Unless you mean like the little kids who were off fishing in the pond and the little girl's like, I think I see a frog. And then she's like playing by this muck. And I'm like, what? she's like, well, I saw it earlier. That's where you would have been, Black Cat. You would have been rolling around in this fish pond. But even if, even like, so the place that this was held in was actually really beautiful. Even if you didn't really want to, like, there, there was a couple times where you were like, Hey, maybe like, I just want to sit and look at the trees and just ambiently listen, not even specifically listen. And you could do that too. And it was even there, it was just very chill. You know, if you, if you wanted to kind of sit, like I took a little walk at one point, I went, walked around this pond and went back. There was like a pine grove with a nice little forest back there. And I just took some time, I ate some pretzels and listened to the birds and, and insects and little animals and stuff around there. It was great all around. It was great all around. And especially for this being the organizers first time trying to do something like this. And uh, the fact that again, you have, uh, you know, a, a wide variety of, <laughs> as Bill say, super action nerds. <clears throat> but the, but the thing is, it's look there, you, you have people who are super focused and super intelligent and super knowledgeable about a wide range of stuff, but none of us are really professional event organizers. So it was a little bit of the, what are we doing? Where is this? Where is that? So, you know, at some point I went and bought like, I don't know, 80 pounds of ice or something like that and lugged it up a bunch of steps. It's like, Oh, we, we, we have any ice. I'm like, ah. Well, let me go solve that problem for you. <laughs> oh, you wore it for the pictures of the groomsmen? They all loved you? Aw. Pit Vipers. I got some comments on my Pit Vipers, too. They're legit. I recommend everybody get a pair. But they are going to do this next year. I believe the registration is there already. If you are interested, you should sign up. Um, I will put, well, actually, let's see. Let's see if it's there. Um, I think they already have a thing for possibly next year. Um, but anyway, here here is this website link, so. There's a little 
sneaky thing. Yeah, we do need to do something nice for Rob. I agree. Well, we have to make that happen. We have to need to contact some folks and do something. But <clears throat> the other, the other, actually, hold on. Podcast folks, podcast folks. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Um, uh, so that's the limoncello, not the, yeah, so this is definitely lemon. This is definitely not pistachio. It's definitely lemon. It's lemony and delicious. Mmm. Bill wants to get to the keyboard tomorrow, but it might be Tuesday. He's got some thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts. I can't wait. Even just the perspectives that people had on the venue itself will be interesting to read. Uh, Black Cat says, I think it's very important for people outside the mainstream to communicate with one another. And that's what this was. That's what this was. That's a thousand percent what this was. So... As Bill says, it was a few uh, houses joined together. It's really weird architecture. Um, <clears throat> Bill says, I've got to say, some of them aren't. Well, they're all over the map. So, I mean, some of it, like... So, here's how this place was laid out. The place is laid out like it's several condos joined together, basically, as part of a large, almost like triplex. So it was two stories with two decks on either side and the two small decks on either side basically go into two doorways that lead into the building. Then you have the interior. And so there's sort of like a big main large living room, back room and a kitchen. But then there's sort of like a side little uh, cafeteria little area with another little sink and kitchen and then rooms. And so then there's a bunch of rooms sort of off to satellites, one off to one side, one downstairs, and then sort of one upstairs. And then there's like a, f a pool table, foosball table, and then sort of like this basement-ish area. And then down below you had several garages. So that place gets rented out for road crews in the winter time. So if road crews are out there working and they need a place to stay, they rent that stuff out there. Um, they'll do conventions, weddings, bachelor parties, uh, all sorts of events like that, you know, just in general, it, it, it's like, uh, like it, it's like the house is in big love. I mean, kinda, but it's several, it's like several rooms that are set up to be bunk houses. So you, it, it can, it can house a, a pretty large amount of people. Then outside <coughs> the decking from the upstairs sort of comes down and then down underneath there's sort of a shaded patio because the, the deck from upstairs, which is waterproof, sort of gives you a shaded area. And then down below, there's some door walls that go down to sort of like these basement garage kind of apartments. And those were closed off. But then there were tables down there with chairs and like a little bar area where you could go. And there's a fire pit. And then they have a stage set up with a tent. And again, if you're doing weddings or something like that, here's where you could have the wedding ceremony be up there with, you know, the DJ and all that sort of stuff. And then a pond. And the pond uh, has a little waterfall at the back with some lights. And then sort of surrounding it is on one side like a burn 
that's landscaped with some flowers and stuff like that. And then the other side of it is kind of like a pine tree forest. So it was a really nice place. And it was fortunate that the weather was nice. It was a little, it was a little hot for me on the first Friday. But again, too, I'm the sweatiest individual ever. And uh, I was trying to run around and help out with stuff like a maniac. And it was funny because the, the host even goes, he goes, he's like, you're like on like cocaine or something. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm in go mode. So I'm like, uh, you know, get, what else do you need? Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it done. So I was just going berserk, uh, trying to get all that done before the large body of people arrived. I had to haul in merchandise and all that stuff. He had all the merchandise. The people were selling books. They're giving books away for free. Mugs, pens, pads, all sorts of stuff. Some of them, like I say, were giveaway. They had a whole bunch of books to give away that were there. They had people who were selling stuff. Uh, the 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 one woman that was there uh, who was selling her books, like she sold out of all of her books. I think halfway through the first the first day or something like that. Uh, Bill spent like three hundred dollars on books. Um, so yeah, it was like. Uh, yeah, like, like split ranches, uh, jammed together, sort of like some video game architect. I mean, and so in that regard, I've seen places like that before. The typical, uh, they're typically used for like, uh, abutting properties to like ski trails or whatever, where you can have a whole bunch of friends rented out and they can all stay there or whatever. So it was kind of a neat place. It was kind of a neat place. Uh, it was, you know, it was unique. Uh, <clears throat> we used to... <coughs> As a family, uh, when I was younger, rent places kind of like that out in the summer. We do these canoe trips. So I was kind of familiar with that as a place. I wasn't 100% sure that that's what that was going to be like. But it was nice because then you had bathrooms and showers and a kitchen, fridge, all that stuff, a food area. But then the rest of it could be outside. And the, the weather on Saturday was about the perfect weather Uh for being here in Michigan, it was sunny. There's a little bit of a breeze. It wasn't too hot. It was just fucking nice. Um, so a resounding success, but then having today helped clean up and repack we had to put all that stuff away. Uh, I had to load up my truck, went to deliver some people, deliver some stuff. Uh, I think by the time I got home, it was 9.30 or something like that. Nine, I don't know, 9.15. So I'm a little exhausted. Uh, <laughs> wondering how well I'm going to do at work tomorrow. But that's whatever. Um, but what a lot of fun. What a, what a great weekend. Spectacular conversations. Some really interesting and intelligent and fascinating people. Um, tomorrow problem is what that is. That's true. Don't worry about tomorrow. I don't know, whatever. I got to hose down my truck because we had a box that leaked. So it leaked chocolate syrup all over the bed of my truck. And I was like, yeah, but that's why I put it in the bed of my truck. It doesn't matter because I'm just going to power wash it out anyway. Um, so it was, it was awesome. Uh, what a great time. What a great time. Uh, King Dinosaur says that he's glad that we get to experience that. And they're going to do it again. It's going to happen again. So keep your eyes open for next year. I think the other thing about this that I really enjoyed and appreciated 
is that given the last, what, almost two years at this point, everything being closed down, whatever, over the, because of COVID, A, <clears throat> a large majority of this was outside. So if you worried about that, you could just stay outside. So you're outside. But B, the fact that as I was talking about with someone there, I said, look, you, here's the thing. I'm, I've been mostly trying to sit and listen and absorb a lot of this information and, uh, was sort of talking to one of the panelists and I said, the, the thing is you see arguments and debates on Twitter and a lot of super intelligent people, even if they're good at writing, oftentimes <clears throat> need a lot of road to explain things, to frame up and get to a point. But Twitter isn't really conducive to that because Twitter was meant to be super tiny little bites of horseshit for fucking advertising and marketing, obviously, right? So, like, it's not really meant to be good for long form conversation. And, and honestly, forums and stuff like that really just aren't either because of the nature of you either have to type out a thing that's a bazillion lines long. Otherwise somebody will digress to you halfway through a sentence, but then if you're sitting and typing, you're, it's not the same as being able to talk. And so there was one fellow at this convention and he seemed like he had a little bit of a, a, a stutter and a shyness um, where he said <clears throat> his wife always wanted him to, to write and tell stories. And he has trouble. He has trouble putting his thoughts to spoken word. But if he writes, he's much more comfortable. And takes him a little bit to get his thoughts in a condensed fashion. And that also doesn't work if you're in a space, say like Twitter, where it's basically combative conversation. It's not there to truly listen and to try to absorb a different viewpoint and engage. That's a, I'm going to get you. I'm going to own and win and attack. <laughs> So like, it's just not, a, and so this served a lot of purpose in a lot of ways. And it was great to see this happen because I gotta be honest, the conspiracy part of me says, boy, how great is it for the people who don't want groups of people to get together and discuss these ideas that, well, sorry, governor said nobody can get together and have talks. So I guess you guys have to only do that on our regulated platform, where if we don't like you, we can just turn your mic off, more or less. Fuck you. So, hey, here were people to given a chance to sit and lay out in long form and in long thought some very complicated, some very complicated ideas. And to give thorough answers. Like, if you're going to ask a question, so... Uh, again, this one woman was asked about editing and he like, 
here's again the thing of fucking like the the the, the fucking internet and people on the internet. Well, I'm wondering how you basically get a book edited. Well, can't just Google editors. Let's Google it. Google. 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 Like A. Fuck Google. B. Fuck Google. C. Quit sucking Google's dick. D. Fucking like. like no, I want it from like <clears throat> from somebody who has walked the path. I'm interested in knowing like because be different if you just said, well, here's the library, you can hire an editor. He gave her a whole long form answer. And part of the long form answer, Bill says getting search results doesn't speak to the curation of those results. Agreed. And it also doesn't speak to, well, <clears throat> here's the thing you could do. You could get research and you could just get an editor. And you could just have an editor that pays a median sort of wage for doing the editing. And that's very valuable. And I can give you the name of the person or a person that I use to do that. But that isn't the same as another person that I have used. And that person that I have used will almost more or less attack parts of it that don't work. So not only are they basically editing that for grammar and this and that and the other, they're also content editing. So you get almost more of like a manuscript edit or like a script edit for a movie. Hey, this part really doesn't track or flow very good. This piece here, the way you just like, maybe don't describe this character here because it seems so you get even more valuable information. So before you first start thinking about your editing, ask yourself, what type of editing do you want? One is more expensive than the other. And at this point, this gentleman said, I find it way worth the money because it makes my content, I feel like even that much better. And those people have an eye for doing that. That's their specialty. So <clears throat> like, and you're not, and you're not going to get that from just, didn't you Google like fucking so much information on the internet. I mean, let's be honest to a large degree. The internet is just soulless, especially when you're going through just a search engine, which is an algorithm thing. Well, just because somebody clicked on that the most doesn't mean that that's the best answer or the best resource. I mean, maybe they just paid for it and like, and then you read it like, so again, here after this guy is done, Another person said, oh, yeah, I also have had, and like, and then it cascades. A person adds in and feeds off another answer. And, and obviously, you're always going to get a little bit of some one-up, but like, as Bill would like to say, there's some interesting social dynamic and hierarchies going on here. I don't know if you'd really say that, but it was the sort of thing that, you, you know, you have some of that, sure, but... A lot of people that were there, you can tell, really also just want the best complete answer to be out on the page, whether that's in a conversation or whatever, right? And so it, it was great. It was great.
King Dinosaur says, you've sparked some much-needed optimism in me. That's why I'm here, brother. Um, <clears throat> and so a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, Black Cat, I think even, I think he, even you would have really enjoyed some of the talks and conversations that were there, seriously. Um, I think if you're... I mean, like, yeah, it, 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 it borders on the, see, I don't like using the word nerd too much, but like it, it definitely, there's a, a, a type of extremely smart intellectual person where, yeah, there's some character traits that, you know, you have to accept and understand whatever a little bit, but the resource of information and the earnestness of the answers because those people be damned if if they're going to give a a, a a false wrong answer because they don't know something and that and that's where i'll say like that's another thing where like the internet and twitter you don't get that much these people either knew what they were talking about or at a certain point they would say well I know this person knows a whole lot about that. So what do you think about that one? <clears throat> so like, it was great. Uh, I mean, history of religion, fantasy, and science fiction, and reading and writing and resources and tech and the history of tech and the history of companies and law and copyright and just, oh my God, it, it was I mean, uh, I feel like if you could see, it'd be leaking out of my ears like a green ooze or more like a purple ooze because purple life, purple life with a purple knife, man, that stuff is fucking delicious. <clears throat> so very neat. And I hope that circumstances all around allow something like this to happen again next year because it was great. It was great. Um, and honestly, the made, made some new friends, made some new friends, made, met some new contacts. That's the other thing. The people that are here, they weren't all selfish and just wanted to just show their own book and they were all also very interested to hear. And I had even one person just, just fly out and ask me, well, uh, Hey, so, you know, what are you working on? And this is like a big, like quote unquote, a big dude, like somebody who's published several and like, I felt like saying, you really? And like genuinely. Um, and so that's the other thing. They, it, it, they're the content creators, but a lot of the people that were there are those content creators because they love that content and they like consuming it too. They want to read other good stories. They just want to read good stories. Yeah, obviously you can make money at doing this stuff and make a career or whatever, but they want to tell the stories. 
And they want to hear the stories. You know, the one guy I was talking with there, he goes, I don't want to hear another Star Wars. I don't want to hear another Star Trek. I don't want to see another Indiana Jones. I want something new. I want something different. And like, that's why I'm always looking and I'm always encouraging people. If you have any idea and you have trying to write a thing, please do it. Like, you know, obviously if you, if you went, and I'm just going to use a name, you know, like, Hey, Stephen King, want to read my horror book? Fucking, I guess going to tell you to pound up your ass. Besides of which, fuck him anyway. But these people were really interested. Again, Bill. Bill bought $300 worth of books. I got a bunch of books. All sorts of people there were walking away with books. They had a table with all stuff. People were t- grabbing all sorts of stuff. One of them was a, a, a field operations bushcraft manual. People were buying that. Hey, here's all sorts of stuff. Look, I don't really go to a bookstore much anymore. I just... For all intents, I just kind of don't. And the other thing is, even sometimes when I do, or like going to the library, I just go, I don't know, here's all this stuff. Where are the good ones? Because I don't... Who are all these people? And And so if you hear them talk about some of them, you hear them talk about some of the stories, and you get why they wrote it, or what they're... It's like, ooh, I like that. You know? So spectacular. It's out there. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Even if, even if, even if it sounds discouraging, if you're like, I'm never going to be published, but it doesn't matter. Fuck them too. You can make a go at this. And there's a network of people that are out there that will support you, help you. They have information. They have other contacts, whether it's graphic designers, printers, editors, narrators, distribution platforms, sales, getting your, getting your book included in, in, in packages or collections. It's out there. That stuff is out there. You, you can do it. You can do it. If you have a story to tell, tell it. And so even you black cat and some of your blog posts, you know, some of the people were talking about, you know, lit RPG or blogs or whatever articles. And even the one person like, well, I just have a sub stack and I just, and the guy's like, well, I would say, watch out for that because like any platform, it could get bought and then they could just turn it off because somebody doesn't like it or whatever. But that's fine. Like, you, you know, if you're, if you're writing stuff like that, like, please keep doing it. And like, hey, let's find a way to amplify it and broadcast it out or print it or get on another platform. One guy was talking about uh, trying to come up with a new distribution network that was a little bit of uh, almost like a, a, a torrent style thing. But basically an idea that there is no one point of you can turn it off and the content goes away. That would be impossible. Um, so several of these guys that were there were like, Oh, I was actually thinking of kind of trying to find a way to do that. And the other guy was like, yeah, I think that's interesting too. And the third guy was like, really? Uh, you know, we were also talking about that. And then this guy's like, oh, I've been working on that and building that for 20 years. And I have all sorts of experience. And I did encryption for major television networks and everything else. Oh, shit, we should all talk after this panel. That's not going to happen on Twitter. It's not going to happen on Twitter. And so that's where a thing like this. 
That's all I can do is give a clap and applaud all the people that participated, talked, showed up, helped. Fucking awesome. It's fucking good. To be honest, folks, I'm a little flying high from that limoncello. You ain't kidding. But wow, is that tasty. If I had that ice cold with like a, well, it was ice cold. But if I'd kept it ice cold, like if I had added some other ice, and maybe a splash or like a, sp- <laughs> I'm starting to get, if I had added like a splash of like a sparkling water or something like to it. That would be so refreshingly delicious. You could just pound it down. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. 150 proof. <laughs> uh, King Dinosaur says, I love to hear. Well, the printing press, right? But Black Cat, this this is sort of what they were talking about, though. They went back to that. You would have you would have loved this. You would have loved this conversation, I think. This guy goes all the way back to what, like early Greeks? Oh, uh, you know, st- uh, uh, st- a stylus and writing. Like, we don't need writing because if you write things down, then people don't have to memorize it. If they don't have to memorize it, they don't have to truly understand it and work their memory. And then that leads to, oh, like a print, uh, printing press. What? Well, now you don't have monks that need to sit and transcribe. And so it's, all right, and what's the evolution of that, though? Right, part of this is science fiction-wise and future-wise and whatever. How do you do this? Because even outside of just the printing press in your house, all right, how do you broadcast that out to a wide audience? Even if you can print it out, were you to mail out all those copies to somebody? And so I agree, I agree with you in the idea that people need to have a way to get this content that is not just dependent on, say, Amazon. And that was being discussed. It's being talked about. They're trying to think it through. It was fascinating to listen to. Bill, I think you missed, like, the best talk. Sorry. (laughs) Last talk of the day was really fucking good. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) But... I know I'm, they're going to be, so here's the thing. These are all going to be apparently available. I'm fairly certain they were all recorded. They got to work through the logistics of how and where and what they're going to be out there, but these talks will be available. So as far as I know, you will be able to listen to them when they, when they are made available. Um, and so if I get word of that and hear about it, whatever, I'll post the links and stuff to it in the chat. But it'll be there. You'll be able to hear the talks uh, and listen to the questions and, and the answers. So you will be able to hear all this stuff. Um, and that's that. That's that's an hour. I'm going to end it because, again, I'm sleepy Dean and need to go. I mean, if you had a face like this, you'd be getting all the beauty sleep you could get. <laughs> But <laughs> I'm tired and about ready to pass over. Pass over? I'm about ready to pass out. Fall over. 
Hey, everybody, I'm about ready to pass over. Okay, Seinfeld. Anyway, um, <laughs> I hope you're all doing well. Um, we will see you, obviously, again tomorrow. We're back on regular night. We were, we were off schedule. It just feels like off schedule because I feel like I had this epic 600-day thing that was gone. But anyway, we'll be back again tomorrow. We'll be back again tomorrow for another 11 p.m. nightcap as we stay... As we say at the end of all of these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit, and get yourself some rest. So, let's go ahead and raid on over to someone else. King Dinosaur is going to go right. That's right, you're going to write. You write all that shit. Get it. Who else is online right now? Anybody fun? Anybody that we haven't raided yet before? Uh, let's see. We've got... Who's this person? I don't know who that is. Let's raid... Let's raid this person. I have no idea who this person is. So if they're terrible, I apologize. I don't know where I found them from. I don't know how I got them on my list. But we'll raid them anyway. Because they're lonely and only have one person watching them. So you can go check them out. Uh, La Chica Orchid says, have a good night, Cigar! La Chica Orchid! Good to see you. Sorry that you just dropped in here at the end. Black Cat's Poppy, NH Girl Fams, uh, King Dinosaur 69, Cat Minecrafter, Wild Bill Flint, La Chica Orchid. Love you all. Take care. We'll see you again soon. Good night.